Yes, say, 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 Never. We're live. Y'all are on. And this. 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 This is Vols. A podcast which so eloquently speaks of sports. A sports podcast. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. We are the podcast with balls about balls. And we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. What's going on, man? It's your boy Joe Dylan, 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 Dylan. 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 Silly hoes. It smells like a big fact in full effect. Yeah, 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 We'll just skip all the way to 174, which is the episode. 174. 175. 175. And it's right after 173, 172, 171, 170. Y'all really annoying. Hey, somebody need to sign that man. No. Gee. That's all. Hey. He's like, who is that? Hey, no, so who was one buddy who who was saying really bad? Like, it went viral like years ago. Oh my God. What's his name? Yes. No, 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 no. Not even him. Uh, Black guy. Light skin. Oh, there's uh, something. Ice JJ Fish? Yes, Ice uh, JJ Fish. I What was Wong shit? William Hung, he was the one who sang. She bang, she bang. Oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. And then after that, Vince said, I have had no professional training. Like, no shit, bro. No shit, bro. We had no idea. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. She bangs. Bangers. What's up? I said bangers. Yeah, man. How y'all boys doing? How we living? We chilling, man. Free. They done free yet? Just because we're in Florida, bit, I got to say, man. Bit, 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 yet. bit, bit, bit. Back in these bit, streets. Bit, bit, Only a matter of time before he get back in. Wow. <laughs> Way to have faith. I ain't got no faith in that man, bro. I'm sorry. For what? What reason has he given right? me to have He faith? still do fraud. <laughs> what, what reason? Give me one reason you should have faith in Kodak, right? Big factoids. I mean, Jit basically says on the intro of a million songs, like, he gonna keep doing what he doing. Right. Like, <laughs> You're not about to stop being Kodak. So, happy yacht movie, though. No cap. We need some music. True. I was listening to some he music definitely... today, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I, I don't really, I don't give that boy enough credit, but that boy, hey, that boy could smack, what? Yeah, he be sliding. He, that he boy definitely... could put out some hits. He definitely do say in the beginning of the song, fresh out of jail, but don't think I'm scared to go back, motherfucker. I still hit Nick with that glizzy. making his beats? 
If rap don't pop, I'm back to stealing identities. I'm back to credit card theft. Back to credit card oh. fraud. I don't know who be making that man beats. Yeah, see, I feel like the beats are my favorite part. But of his music. beats really go crazy. To be honest with you. His beats go ridiculous. Um, unpopular South Florida opinion. <laughs> You're disrespectful. I'm not disrespectful. It's just not my cup of tea. That's a respect for Yak. But yeah, Yak's back, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great day. Uncle Biden is officially... Yes. Happy inauguration day. 46. Get to work. That boy done already put in about 45, seven. 45 out of here. That boy done already put about 17 actions into place. Yep. That boy ain't waste no time. Thank on, God, right. I don't know what day is, but I'm going to read up on him later. Uh, he unba- well, his basically, a lot of it was just undoing a lot of Trump stuff. He, like yeah, he, he reversed his, all the he, Trump stuff. Yeah, he put us back in the World Health Organization. He put us back into the Paris Climate Agreement. He like yeah, stopped all the funding on the border wall and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah he basically just yeah, he, also, he spent his entire he, first day just undoing a lot of just he also shit. he got rid of the Muslim ban too. There yeah, it is for yeah for yeah, that was uh, ridiculous. No cap. Middle East and African countries. That was real ridiculous. I, yeah. I, I didn't understand that at all. Yeah, a lot of shit, so... All right, 46. Hey, y'all saw Michelle Obama today, though? Hey, off all, all respect, all respect, Brock. My bad, you know, I know it's your wife, but oh she was looking... Oh, my gosh. Off, bro. I'm bad at stealing identities. That's a... Be- that's a woman right there, yeah. bro. Yeah, she yeah, was pretty. She killed it. She killed She it. definitely was pretty, for sure. <laughs> all right, well, guys, we are inching ever closer to the Super Bowl. Buddha. And, uh, you know, this past weekend we had the divisional round. Team Brady. and uh, Tampa we'll, Bay, baby. Tampa Bay. We'll get there. Team so, uh, to start the weekend off, we started with the Rams at the Packers. Packers winning 32-18. to 18. Um, Ramsey had uh, uh, a bit of trouble. Regarding Devontae, but you know, as we've said on this, you know, Nels, you mentioned his release off the line is ridiculous. The fact that he always catches the ball with his hands and not his body makes it really hard to de- to defend. Um, yeah, it's um, back and forth, but it, there wasn't. There wasn't Devontae Parker's gonna go. In, I mean, Devontae Adams is gonna go into the next year the number one receiver in the league. Well, I was I was gonna say I think he definitely. Well, he ascended. deserves to get love because he never gets it. There's no more yeah, in the league right now. He he definitely ascended to that to where I think it's undisputed at this point. I think he is the best receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think his game has any weaknesses as he showed. I think the most important thing that he does and nobody's really giving him any props for, especially against a guy as physical as Jalen. Um, I think the most important thing he did was block. Yeah. I mean, he he blocked tremendously well. I think all of the the pack wide receivers block very well, to be honest. Um, I'm not gonna put the full blame on Ramsey. I think they knew that you know all season long Ramsey's been dominant, but they still know that Jalen is Jalen, and they know like if they're able to get him in lose lose situations, he was gonna get in his head, which he did. That first mm-hmm. touchdown, everybody blamed Ramsey, but it really wasn't Ramsey's fault. It was just a well-drawn-out play. But you saw Ramsey get frustrated, which right. which was, I mean, that's that's to be expected from him. And I think, like, you know, for the rest of the game, I think he, he was a little bit off his center. Um, and, I mean, you know, the winner of that matchup, I mean, obviously led to the winner of the game. But, you know, the, the running attack of the, of the Packers is really what we need to write about. 
Um, I know people are making, I'm going to call it excuses, uh, talking about Aaron Donald being heard and affecting the game or whatever. That offensive line played play great, though. They did. And, and to be honest with you, I don't feel bad for Aaron Donald. I don't feel bad for Aaron Donald. I will call it an excuse. Here's the reason why. You put yourself out to be the toughest guy in the league. You're a bully. You bully a bunch of people. I mean, literally, the only reason why you have a chance in this league still is because of Indominus Sue. Who, who was your teammate, by the way, last year or two years ago? Um, and to be honest, I think when you, when you are a bully and you get hurt, nobody's really going to feel bad for you. You got to tough it out because you're the bully. That just, that just makes sense. You know, I, I don't feel bad. People are like, oh, he's hurt. Uh, that affected the game. Bro, you supposed to be the baddest motherfucker on the field. I want to hear that. Don't 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 bail him out now because if he would have had a great game, they would have been like, "See, that's the toughness we're talking about of Aaron Donald." Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hold everybody to the same to the same goddamn standard. He had a bad game. He got his ass thrown around by the Green Bay offensive line. He got frustrated. He got a flag thrown on him. Got fifteen yards tacked on that. He had a bad game. This is it. Sorry. That's, that's facts. Uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers played a great game. Uh, and, you know, he's now ensured that the Packer, that he will <laughs> be a part of a team hosting an NFC Championship game uh, for the first time in his career. So I'm sure he's pretty stoked about that. Um, and, man, I, I think we all know home field advantage in Lambeau is – it's different. It's different. And they actually had fans for the, not the first time, because uh, cause I was listening to him talk on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday. He was saying that, like, in previous games, they've had, like, 500 people there at times, stuff like that. But I think in this past game, they had, a, like, 6,000 or something like that. And uh, all the people working there gave uh, gave the fans, like, these signs to bang together. Kind of like the, uh, you know, with the NBA games, how they have those, like, tubes? Yeah, the clackers. Yeah, yeah, so they gave them stuff like that to bang, and it, it was it was making noise, man. It sounded like that was a it was a rocking stadium. So like it's that's a tough place to play, Lambo. Well, the way Lambo's built, the 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 the, the sound is going to travel all the way around. Um, right. I mean, it, it matters. You know what I mean. And the thing about it is, is beyond all that, I think that this season, this playoff run, makes Mike McCarthy look really, really bad. Yeah, because this is year two for Lafleur. Yeah, really, really bad. And and Aaron Rodgers and them is making it look effortless. Right up up to this point, they've they've made it look effortless, um, and they're not playing trash teams. Like the right. the, the Rams are not trash. They made them look no, trash, yeah. but they're not trash. The the thing is with the Packers, and you know, even if you look last year, uh, the first year with Lafleur, they went thirteen to three last year too. But right. it was never they were never consistently gelling on both sides of the ball. Like if you remember, like the first almost half the year was really the defense that kept the Packers winning those games. The offense really wasn't clicking. Right. And then it kind of switched halfway through and the offense was clicking, but the defense kind of fell off in a big way, which ended up, you know, being the reason why they got booted out of the playoffs last year. Who so, did they like, lose to? Um, I want to say it was, um, who went to the championship game for NFC last year? 
Fuck, what was the Super Bowl? Chiefs, um, oh, it was the 49ers it was the 49ers. and the... Chiefs. Wait, no. no, no, in the NFC Championship. Nels, can you look that up for me? Yeah, I'm going to look that up. That, that I don't remember. Yeah, so, you know, they ended up losing in the divisional round, you know, because they played on the road for that game. And, um, yeah, it was just never a situation where both sides were clicking. And now, this year... Bro, they the made it to the... Is, no, bro, they made it to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Oh, okay, and they lost away. Holy crap. Right. Yeah, so they made it to the wow. championship last year and lost. You know, the first year with a, a new coach, a brand new system... Like, not just coach, whole new coaching staff, you know? Like That's crazy. Every, everything changed last year. And, like, nobody really talked about them like that just because the team wasn't clicking. Uh, but this year, it, it seems like they are on, on all fronts. So. Bro, he made it to the championship game with McCartney's personnel. That team hasn't changed that much. Right. That's crazy. Shout so. out to LaFleur, man. Yeah, so yeah, shout out to that whole team, like putting it together. That shout out to that uh, running back group that really came on, you know. Shout out to my homeboy A Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones That's my homeboy spazzed this year. And even when he couldn't, whether it was for COVID reasons he had to be out or, you know, maybe a, a week with an injury or something like that, you know, you see Jamal Williams step up, you see AJ Dillon step up. You know, and it just, this team's taken off. So, shouts out to them, and we'll see what happens this week. Uh, but moving on, the unless you guys had anything else for that game? Nah, 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 that's it. All right. Uh, the Bills <laughs> beat the Ravens 17-3. to um, Not a very high-scoring game that I think most people were predicting. Uh, matter of fact, the, the Bills only got one offensive touchdown. That other touchdown came from a 101-yard pick six. Uh, off of Lamar by uh, Teron Johnson. Um, the the Ravens offense just sputtered the entire game. Uh, Lamar got hurt, taken out with a concussion. So, yeah. Rough play trash. Rough out. I mean, I'm glad Lamar was able to get that, you know, the proverbial monkey off his back as far as getting that first playoff win last week. Um, or I guess at this point the week before, rather. But uh, but yeah, the no, they'll, enough, they'll be back. The team don't got enough weapons to, based on where Lamar is at right now, for them to do anything. I feel like they need what they wanted out of Dez. Dez is outgrown. Right. They need a true number one receiver. They need a true number one receiver. Hollywood Brown is not a number one receiver. Right. And Mark Andrews is still only a tight end. Right. You know, and he's still not blowing past nobody or nothing like that. So you need like a legit number one that can exactly. run some routes, a good body. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they'll do, they'll be fine. They need to get them a receiver from like Bama or like one of these, some. one of these schools that, you know, get pristine route runners, <clears throat> you know, uh, Amari Cooper-esque route runners. <laughs> right, get you a, a good one. Because Willie Sneed ain't it either. You know, you haven't heard his name for nothing. Right, at all. Well, um, all right. Couple of things. Uh, like I said, you got to hold everybody by the same standard. Um, a good lion's share of this loss is still going to be on Lamar. Um, Lamar, you my guy, but you know it's that time for you to you know step up to that next that next part of your echelon, which is throwing the ball. Um, you know he went fourteen for twenty four. I think only <clears throat> out of those fourteen completions, I think. 
four of those passes had over 10 yards in the air. Um, I thought he was a little too, um, a little too pedestrian. Um, I understand that he does need a number one. Um, however, I thought they could have, they could have done more damage. Brown didn't have a bad game. He had 87 yards receiving. He had four catches. I felt like if he would have had more looks, that would have gave him a, a, a good opportunity. The interception that Lamar threw, I think anybody who knows football would have known that he was going there. He looked at yeah. Andrews the whole time, and that we've seen this play plenty of times. Either Andrews is going to yeah. stop in the middle of the field, or he's going to run that post. It's an option route. He ran a post, and the safety, all he had to do was just stand there. He, the, he was Andrews ran there, right yeah. at him. So, you know, that, I'm sorry, that's on Lamar. Um, I, I, I feel also that, you know, not without anything, I mean, I think that it's time for the coordinator to put a little bit more responsibility on Lamar and allow for Lamar to have more opportunities to, you know, utilize the throwing game. But, you know, it, he's still a superstar. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But, like I said, you got to hold him to a higher standard. If we're going to sit there and praise him for, you know, for the running game and for the little things that he did to, to get his team into the playoffs... We also got to give him shit for when his team doesn't make it to the next round. Um, you know, and, and honestly, the defense did its thing. The defense allowed 10 points. Yep. They allowed 10, they allowed, they allowed 10 points. So what you're trying to tell me is there's not enough talent on Baltimore's side of the ball. Not trying to shit on Buffalo's defense, but we're just talking about Buffalo. I mean, we're just talking about Baltimore right now. You're telling me there's not enough talent on Baltimore's side of the ball to put up 10 points. Ten. Not in that game, apparently. Like, think about that for a second. If I was to tell you, if I was to not give you no team name, and I was to sit there and tell you you're in the championship game, I mean, you're in the divisional game, and your defense allows ten points, I highly doubt you're going to sit there and be like, yeah, I lost that game. Sorry, dude. That's on offense. And, and the person, the main person in the offense is the quarterback. So this is on Lamar. This is what it is. Buffalo didn't play that great of a game either. They they didn't look good. They made a lot of mistakes. Josh Allen didn't do what he needed to do. Diggs and I was thought like the only one who ate. <laughs> say again. I said Diggs was like the only one who ate. Diggs on, uh, ate. Buffalo's Brown side. Brown didn't do so bad. Brown had some key third downs. Um, Allen wasn't terrible. Allen didn't lose the game. I don't think no, he yeah, won sure. the game. You know what I mean? Um, it's definitely that 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 interception going into the concussion was it. I thought that Baltimore still had a chance, um, you know, and I and I honestly personally feel that it was a lot closer than we were going to give it a little bit of credit for. I thought we were expecting offensive fireworks, so we did shit on both defenses. It was a a, a rock'em sock'em defensive game, and Buffalo pulled it up. They scored first, so we'll see what Lamar do next year. We'll see what. We'll see what Baltimore does to help him out too, because he do need some receiving help. They got enough running backs over there. Stop drafting only running backs. One. That's what's crazy. You only need one. I think he needs really two. Needs... Not bro. If you really look, if if he gets one, then it really makes Mark Andrews' job easy because they still Willie Sneed is still there. It's not like he's trash, but he's not. I don't think Sneed is trash per se. Um, I just feel like good to be a number two. Yeah, that's my point. That's why I feel like they need two. They need like a big, a big possession receiver, like a number one that can take targets, like a Mike Evans type. And I feel like they need like Brown to me still doesn't strike me as like a super slot receiver. He strikes me as the kind of guy. Right I feel now, like he's he's been forced to be the one right now. 
I feel like he's the speedster. I feel like he's kind of like what uh what Ridley is over there in, in Atlanta. I line him up outside. That's that's my point. He's not he's not a slot though. A slot is not a two. A slot is a three. I feel like Brown should be the two. I don't think Snead can be a three either. He's not a three. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to change Brown to become a slot. I feel like they can pick up a slot from the draft. A quick little guy who can do those routes, be in the middle of the numbers, a good target, and keep Brown on the outside, just not as a number one where he sees double teams all the time. I, I personally think they should let Snead go. He's not bad. I just don't think he's good for what they're trying to do over there. Right. So we'll see. We'll see what Baltimore does next year. Baltimore is a couple of pieces away. We'll see if they'll if they'll keep all those guys together. That defense is is a problem, if you ask me. Yeah. We shall see. Um, up next, the Chiefs beat the Browns twenty-two to seventeen. Um, weird. Game. Anything is possible. Uh. Yeah. The Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes uh, goes down uh, in a presumed concussion, uh, which gave the the window for the Browns to make a comeback. But they really they just couldn't. Um, I mean, yeah. the comeback doesn't happen if Mahomes is out there, huh? I don't think a comeback happens if Mahomes is out at there. all. Oh, at all. Uh, what is unfortunate, though, is the Browns had a chance to win it, but then they, they fumbled it out of the end zone, which has that very stupid rule, in my opinion. Oh, you're talking about on that helmet, the helmet? Yeah, when he reached out and then the ball went out through the end zone. My and by rule, the ball is then a, te- a touchback for the other team, which I, I feel like is dumb. If, if it goes out of bounds in the end zone, I feel like it should go back to the spot where it was fumbled. Right. And consider it, you know, out of bounds at the spot where it was fumbled. It, it, it makes it, it makes no like, sense. Oh, you lost the ball. And I was over it. Like it, anywhere else, anywhere else on the field, if you reach out for the sideline and you fumble it out of bounds, it's the right next there. down wherever that ball went out of bounds. So okay, I get you can't do that for the end zone. So just put it to where he fumbled it. Like it's. Yeah, it doesn't really make no sense to just... That rule is so stupid. Like that. And that, that cost... Honestly, it cost the Browns the game. Yeah, that was a big call. I didn't realize how big of a call it was. Yeah. It was a big call. I mean... I, I agree with you. That, been helmet to helmet. <laughs> that it, definitely, it definitely should... They definitely should change that rule. But I don't know if they ever will. I Well, I feel like if there was any justification for them to look at it, this would be the the occurrence, it being the divisional round of the playoffs. Like it's one thing if it happens during the season, but on such a national spotlight as a playoff game with huge implications, a, a potential upset of the Browns beating the number one seed Chiefs, like that would have been insane. No, that would have been crazy. And to have the game go a different direction because of that rule, ugh. Because that's kind of what made them go back and look at the pass interference thing. Because it happened in the playoffs. That's the only reason. Right. So if there was ever a time, I think uh, this offseason would be the offseason. Agreed. The boy definitely would have scored. 
The way they was moving that I ball agree, I agree. They probably definitely would have scored. Yeah. Definitely might have been a different game, but hey, what are you going to do? What is that Good season do? by the Browns, man. That was a great, yeah, the Browns, the Browns played really well. Yeah, they can hold their heads high after this year, and they're only going up from here, so we'll see. Um, and then finally, the Bucks beat the Saints 30-20. to uh, Last game of Drew Brees' career, presumably. Uh, he said he's going to take some time to think, but you know they had been reporting that that was going to be his last game there. Um, then a great moment after the game between Tom Brady and Drew where he was playing kids. football with Drew Brees' kids and stuff. Like That was, that was really dope to see. Um, so shout-out to Drew Brees if this is the end of the career for an amazing career. Um, unquestionably, got to be considered a top-five all-timer. Um, and, yeah, I give it up to the Bucks for – you know, doing what I think a lot of people presume they would have been doing before the season started. That defense showed up. Yeah. That defense showed up. I mean, you know, that, and that's that's what you want. You know what I mean? And honestly, you know, I, I think you're starting to see the leadership of Tom Brady show up a little bit. I mean, they was they was ready, and, and they, they did their thing on both sides of the ball. It was a very dominant you performance. Heard, you heard his coach say, size Bill Belichick say, hey, I let Tom Brady, you know, I let Tom Brady coach. You know, he wasn't able to do that over there in New England. You yeah, know, but... I don't know what was going but, on but, over but, there. But my whole, my I'm whole the type thing of coach is, that I just let him do what he wants to do, you know? I'm yeah, but, but in, the same, in, the same, in the same context, though, if he didn't get all that coaching in New England, then he wouldn't be able to coach up the team right now so Bruce Arians can chill and have a cocktail. Or five. Oh, for sure. Um, just, you know, he riding he he riding his high horse right now because of the position. Of course, and, and right, and I and I, you know, again, I think that's more of a compliment to Belichick than anything. Like I've coached up this quarterback to the point where he is coaching up your team. That's how trash you are. The culture changed because of this guy, because you had the same exact team. Only that difference was the quarterback. Hitting, man. That one two, that Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, one two punches is, mm. is serious. Ronald Jones by himself yeah. is a problem, but now Fournette's coming around. Yeah, that that is starting to show yeah. that pickup is there. Devin yeah. White had him a game. Devin White had him a hell of a game. Yeah, that pick. He had eleven tackles, and I think he had like a fumble recovery or something. Like he balled out. He had a pick. <clears throat> yeah, he balled out. The boys balled. They balled out. Yeah, he had a he had ten tackles, it was a fumble recovery and a pick. Yeah, he went he went wild. Yeah, he should not. But yeah, if they be playing that good defense, it's gonna be a good NFC championship. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking if both these to that. teams play this, these defense, it's gonna be a good game. If there's two teams, great offensive weapons, two teams with team with defenses that was suspect at one point, but seem to be playing well now. Mm-hmm. Like coaches, to it. coaches. Yep. Is it gonna be the coaches or the players is gonna fold up? Let's see. Let's well, see. if you're telling me to if you're telling me to pick between Lafleur and Arians based off of what I've seen, yeah, it'd be Lafleur. Um, yeah, um, it's not Lafleur versus um, Arians. It's it's Lafleur versus Tom Brady. It's true. On my true. biased opinion, shit. <laughs> it's Lafleur versus Tom Brady. We finish it. We finish it. What happened? We finish. I mean, I, I I imagine we're looking at the two best minds in the NFL right now. 
Boys, it's Tom Brady versus Aaron fucking Rodgers. Six, like, eight, whatever the fuck the number is. Bro, like, I, <laughs> like these guys' football IQs are ridiculous. This is what you want to see. Yeah. NFC Championship. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. This is what you want to see in the Super Bowl. After, Honestly, seeing, after seeing Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Not going not gonna to lie. This is going to be what we want to see in the Super Bowl. This, and then one of them game. can play. Who, who the pack? Who the ones have to play next? Josh Allen. That's over with. Yeah. That's a wash. So then it's either going to be Tom Brady versus Pat Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers versus Pat Mahomes. Hey, yo, imagine the marketing if it's uh, Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes because of the State Farm. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yo, there's going to be a million State Farm commercials. Plot twist rigged. Shit for the be rigged. They're going to lose on purpose. The Super Bowl sponsored by State Farm and shit. Oh, that would be lit, though. I ain't going to lie to you. They could bring back all this stuff. Discount, double check. Rigged. Right. Rigged. That shit going to be fire, bro. If the the Bucks lose, I call it rigged. Run that bit by. Run that bit by. With this win, the Bucks are now in the unique position of being the first team to play in their home. If they win, to play in their uh, <coughs> home stadium for the Super Bowl. I need to see it. Come on, nah. Tampa going to make so much they money. They're going to have the Super Bowl weekend and they're going to have uh, WrestleMania or they litty litty. They are making bread. But, bro, we should just go to Tampa. Just go to Tampa and hang out. Ain't even gotta go to the game. I mean, are oh, they even letting fans in? We could talk. We could talk off air. <laughs> All right. Um. So, I mean, I know before we get to picks and stuff. Nels, you wanted to discuss Deshaun. Yeah, man. Listen, Deshaun going to the AFC East. Straight up, he, he, he going to. He going to the AFC East just, just simply because, all right, here's a couple of reasons why. Just don't go so, to the Jets, please. I think that's where he's most likely well, going. That would not help him at all, man. Well, here's the thing. Like well, the Jets, the Jets could really make moves because the Jets have four first-round picks mm-hmm. from the, from the here's Seahawks. Here's the thing. And here's the, the thing. Okay. None. Here's the thing. I understand all that. The Jets always... <laughs> Have the most, bro. I'm a close family member to a diehard Jets fan, and the Jets always have the best situation to get themselves into and coming they in, fold. and they fold. But every single but time, their new head coach though, who? yeah, Robert Salah. Robert Salah, who is that? DC for San Fran. Great, you'll have a good defense. Oh. Yeah, but I was gonna say the nothing, difference that's here. Nothing new for the Jets to have a good defense. Nothing. But here's but here's the thing though the the Jets have usually the Jets have usually tried to build through the draft. Why don't they use those picks and just trade for two marquee players and see where they go from Blit. there? Bet give Nels a contract and do exactly that. If they don't do that and they try to build through the draft, the Jets will jet. The Jets will J E T jet 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 jet. Cause you gotta Straight think they to the could guy. they could draft Justin Fields if they want. They right. could, you but can. I mean, do you want you do you want to get do you want to get a quarterback to develop or do you want to get an already developed quarterback? Oh, me. You've been developing quarterbacks develop all the time. That's my point. Yeah, so yeah. I was just I could, was just giving the other side. Yeah, they could go for Deshaun. The Miami Dolphins could go for Deshaun because he said that he's wanted to go there. He'd be better and, off there. 
And the Dolphins definitely have pieces that they can move to the Texans in order for them to rebuild or do whatever. The Patriots also have tools to send to the Texans. And remember, uh, Casario, who is now the GM, is from New England. And, you know, Watson has already expressed how he'd love to play for Belichick. So I just don't see how Watson goes to anywhere but the the, the AFC East. Um, I personally think he gets traded out of conference. Okay. And I would say Chicago as a potential destination. I could see Detroit being a potential destination because new coaching staff, they might be ready to move on from Matthew Stafford. So I could see Stafford being there with some picks. Um, yeah. I would say well, or San Francisco. Here's another thing that she, here's another wrench that I got to throw in there. Why I think I think he might not go out of conference is because Deshaun doesn't sound like he wants to go out of conference. And I know people are like, oh well, oh, you know shit. he's getting he's getting traded. Knows. But here's the thing. Yes. Knows. Yes. New Orleans. Nah, they they like Jameis over there. They like Jameis yeah, over there. He they should, do, but they're not gonna pull the trigger on that. But well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. They definitely played that boy. There's there, too. there's something that you guys there's something that we got to pay attention to. Deshaun has a no trade clause, so Deshaun really in the driver's seat. He can go wherever he want to go, and the Texans are gonna have to take whatever they offer because if the Texans try to trade him to a team he doesn't want to go to, he could just say no and then just sit there and not do anything the whole season. Straight up. So that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, okay, well, we can't really, we can't say teams except for teams that Deshaun has said, hey, I want to go there. Because that no trade clause, he's still got two years left on that contract. So it's either the Texans got to pay him money and he don't do nothing. They try to trade him to a team and he don't go and he still don't do nothing. Or you listen to what he says, let him go to the team he wants to go to, get the best that you can out of it, and go about your business. That's it. Because y'all fucked up. So I, I, I don't know. I, AFCE seems like they're gonna be calling his name, and we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I mean, I could be wrong. It's just a theory. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's what it is. I ain't got no scoop. Hey, I'm talking to no reporters. Vegas, man. Damn, like that. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, I love Derek Carr, but he's not Deshaun Watson. That boy said, go on, Derek, go on. Yeah, you definitely just shitted on your whole quarterback. <laughs> I just said, I love that man, but I let's feel. be real. Come on now. I you feel. shitted on a, You shit, but I'm straight. I'm straight on that. I'm a realist. I feel. Hey, you, realist. Could, you could clear it, my boy. Hey, I, I just mentioned one thing, and this is completely not even NFL related. It's wrestling related. But AEW and TNA are having a crossover pay-per-view event. So they've been doing like little mini invasions on each other leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, hey. And these are opportunities that WWE really missed out on back in the day with WWE. Yeah, they definitely, definitely yeah. Like, should. even now, WWE could get on this right now, but they don't. Uh, but yeah, so, sorry. Just wanted to shout out AEW and TNA for changing the game. Uh, but yeah, so um, that's that on that. Is there anything else NFL related before we get to the picks? Nah, my boy. All right. Well, it's going to be short and sweet this week. Uh, 
Last week, the divisional round, Nels, you and me both went three and one. Dylan went two and two. How? I thought I thought he was three and one with us. So, so the game I got wrong was the Bucks Saints game. Try out Tom Brady. Nels, the game you got wrong was the Ravens Bills game. That's that's what I got wrong too. Dylan, the two games you got wrong were the Ravens Bills game. And the Browns Chiefs game. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You did go with Baker. Damn. Don't fuck with that nigga Patrick Mahomes, Layman. Oh man, that's funny. All right. So to start things off this week, uh, we have the NFC Conference Championship game: the five seed Bucks at the one seed Packers. Snow is in the forecast. Uh, Tom Brady. A lot at stake in this game. <laughs> Tom Brady. Dylan's going Bucks. Um, oh, I don't know, man. I'm still thinking I, about it. I'm still thinking I'm, about it. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go Packers. Um, uh, they are in Green Bay after all. Oh, damn. I know the Bucks smacked the Packers earlier this year. I'm about to smack him again. We're gonna smack him. They're gonna smack him for him. But that was intangible, <laughs> and I just, I just don't, I just don't see it happening. Tom Brady, so don't ever bet against Tom Brady, my boy. Yeah. Um, Go so here's here's the thing. So, you know, freaking the advantages that the Green Bay Packers have had over teams at home is that it's cold, and a lot of those quarterbacks don't play in cold weather cities. I understand that Tom is now in Florida, and he's played a whole season there. But we got to remember, he's played a whole 20 seasons in the frozen land known as New England. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I feel like Tom can still perform very well. He's still got Gronk. The Bucks' defense has picked it up. Um, see, I don't think they're going to have the same struggles that the Rams had, personally. And I think the game's going to be very, very close. Um, the Rams receivers are definitely not the Bucks receivers by far. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown. I, and, and, and then, you know, all those guys, all of those guys, for the most part, have played in a cold-weather city, I think, with the exception of Mike Evans. Mike Evans. He the but only Mike one. Mike Evans is Mike Evans. Where did no, Mike, uh, Godwin play? Mike Evans played with... No, where did Godwin? Godwin played with Buffalo, I believe, beforehand. Oh, okay. Did he? No, 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 no. Well, he no, wasn't. No, 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 no. He's. It's not that. He played in Penn State, though. He played in Penn State, so he's played. He's definitely oh, okay. played in the cold for sure. All right. Um. So oh, yeah, I mean, they they got a bunch of cold weather guys. That's why I'm like, you know, well, this the whole time. This might. This might. This might really go in Tampa's favor. I just what scares me is I don't know what game planning you know Brian Leftwich and Bruce Arians is gonna have this time around, especially considering that they blew him out. I think that's the one disadvantage that they have. But you know I, I've I've never really gone against Tom, and I and, and in my heart I can't do it, bro. So I, I gotta go Tampa Bay. I gotta go Tampa Bay. I respect it. Um, and then we have the AFC Championship game, two seed Bills at the one seed Chiefs. Um, 
Fuck it. Fuck the Chiefs. Bills. Straight up. Let's go. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that um, boy. I, I really want Mahomes to play. If Mahomes can't play on Sunday, push the game back. He's, push he's it to like Tuesday or Wednesday. Hell push that no, bit back. Bro. Hell yeah. Why? What? Because every other league pushes it back for their stars. So push that bit we back for Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. I need that push. Why, you, league why, you, why, you, why y'all yelling at me? It was just, it was just thought. Man, Calm down. Yeah, I don't know. Relax. He's going he's gonna to play. He's practicing. Relax. He's fine. He's Relax. 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 We're only keeping him on the injury report Relax. right now as a like ruse to get the hopes up that he might not play. Oh, and so because he was fully practicing today, but then they downgraded it to oh he was only limited today. It's like no, nah, okay, he was. Fully All right, man. So what I will say is, if there's any team in the AFC that's built to beat the Chiefs, it's the Bills. It's the Bills. So far, the Chiefs' defense has been able to capitalize on the other team's weaknesses. They played the uh, they played the um, the Browns. They kind of took advantage of their passing game a little bit. Didn't let them run too much um, and dared them to throw. Playing against the Bills, I don't know if you want to dare Josh Allen to throw the ball. And I don't know if you want to dare them to run the ball either. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I think this game is the Chiefs game to lose more than it is the Bills game to win. Um, shoot, I don't know. It would be lovely to see the Bills make it to the Super Bowl, though, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. What? I'd be down for a Bills-Packers Super Bowl. That's throwback as fuck. It is throwback, but, they never, but they've never really seen each other like that. I feel like Bucks-Bills is so random, it's got like a little sexiness to it. Packers uh, Chiefs though, Packers Chiefs is a throwback though because that's Super Bowl two. No, the first Super Bowl, Packers or Chiefs. So that'd be pretty. That'd be cool. It's um, just because I want to see Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. That's how much I respect Mahal, you. Okay. Just because I want to see Patrick Mahomes fall beneath my feet. I want Mahomes to go ahead and win because I want you to meet your maker. In Thomas, Thomas Bradington the third. Uh, well, Thomas Bradington the sixth. Excuse also me. Also known so, as Thanos so himself. The Chiefs? Yes. Okay. I need you to come bow at the feet of greatness. No. Oh room. my gosh. Um, there's a lot of pressure, bro. I don't know. Um, they're both so good. Uh <laughs> they uh, never seen Tom Brady uh, in the Super Bowl. Ah. Uh, come see that boy. I don't want to see Josh Allen, you got next year. You don't need to I'm gonna say Chiefs. Fuck it. Chiefs. Chiefs Bucks. Cheese bucks. Dang, so honestly, Booty, you could go 2-0 on our ass. Or 1-1. Or 0-2. That's true. Because you're definitely completely opposite right now. Yes, sir. Well, so either we look butt or you look butt. (laughs) Or we could just be both medium butt. I can get one and y'all can get one. Right. What? Medium butt ain't too bad, I know. Right, I'm going, I'm going medium butt. <laughs> medium, <laughs> medium butt, baby. I like it. Medium butt. Um. So yeah, man. So you know basketball is on. Mm-hmm. You know that boy. Uh, you know that boy Kyrie back on. Yes, sir, King. Hey, that boy look like he done went to see Zeus or something. I mean, you. I mean, aged. I mean, y'all know y'all know the vibes. Y'all know where y'all know where he at with it. 
I mean, what do y'all? How do y'all? Per, how do y'all personally feel? I mean, he's putting his mental health first. He's quitting. He's 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 losing out on the job. He has been docked his pay. He's back playing now. I, I mean, I really want to hear what you guys what do you guys think about this? I mean, do you think that this is a commendable decision? Do you feel like people are making a big deal about it because it's Kyrie? Um, and if you were in his shoes, would you do the same thing? Like let 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 me get some feedback from you guys. But the man is thir- uh, man fourteen for twenty six has thirty five points. The man plays, the man balls. Yeah, I, mean, I, he's, I not, he's not he's different. He's not just like every other basketball player in the league, and that's okay. You feel me? Yeah, I, I respect anybody who puts their mental health first. Um, that's not easy to do. It's really easy to just be like, no, I'm gonna do my job. Uh, that can wait. That can wait. Um, so I think that's super commendable. And like Dylan said, when when I'm there, I'm there. I'm <laughs> but you just gotta understand. Like sometimes, if I need to be me, I need to be me. It's cool. Dock me, pay. Do what you gotta do. But when I'm on the court, we gonna ball. And yeah. y'all don't even need me right now. Y'all yeah. see what? You... Yeah, season just started. We're good right now. Y'all need me playoff time. And when I'm yeah. on the court, I play minutes. Like either they're in a double overtime Plus, game hey, right now. That they're about help, to lose. And if that helps but, keep hey. me keep me healthy. Not even just mentally healthy. That helps keep me healthy, healthy. Yeah. Down the stretch. Y'all gonna need y'all know y'all gonna need me when it's time to play King Bron Bron. Yeah. <laughs> Gee. So. Wait, hold on. Did you just say they're in a double overtime game? Yeah, bro. With, With the, the Cleveland Cavaliers? <laughs> and they're losing by eleven? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I mean, they ain't got no bench. So uh-uh. that that matters too. They ain't got no bench, and I know people are gonna sit there and talk about. See, they they three ain't gonna work. I mean, right. you're losing, I mean, you're losing, you're losing time. a game right now where Kyrie got thirty five points, Kevin Durant got thirty eight points, eleven rebounds, seven assists. Harden's got a cool nineteen points, twelve assists, ten rebounds. Cool, clean triple double, easy. Jeff Green got sixteen points, seven rebounds, two assists. DeAndre Jordan's got 13 points, and in their bench, 6 points, 0 points, 4 points, 0 points, 0 points, 0 points, 0 points, 0 points, 0 points. They ain't getting nothing from the bench. Right, they're just going to have to get some some, some pieces, but... Oh, but Colin Sexton is giving them 42 points, though. Colin Sexton is giving Kyrie work. Jesus. Well... Never mind that. So, so I mean, to come back... Any given week. To go back to go back to the point, though, like, do you guys feel as if it's really just a big deal because it's Kyrie? Do you think Kyrie's polarizing enough to where that doesn't matter? And they're, they're really jumping down his, down his throat because this ain't the first time he's done something like this before. Well, is the team making a big deal out of it or is it just the media? That's the day it is. Um, yeah, I would say, I would say, I don't think the team would make a big deal out of it, though. I think they've learned from Boston. Right, but but I guess what I'm saying is, like, I haven't even heard, like, speculation that the team is upset about it. Most you know, like, like, even though they may not out or say, I haven't even heard that the sources say the team is mad. Like, I haven't even heard that. I just hear media people being upset about it and where is he at and uh, so I don't know if it's really as big a, a issue for them. I think it's more of an issue for the media, for people that try to demonize Kyrie Irving. Facts. Oh, and do you think do you think he's being demonized because 
the media don't like him, or you think like he kind of put himself in that position? The media don't like him. He hasn't. He's been himself for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Ain't like he just ain't like he's been one way and then started acting a whole different way. Right. But the greater he's become, and the more then you know you put him with you know you get LeBron in around his career, so they have to shine more spotlight on who he is. You know, and then he gets traded out of there. Why? Because, bitch, I want to be my own number one on my shit, not LeBron's sidekick. The fuck? Anybody can say that. Do you know how many guys have cleared it from somewhere because they don't want to be nobody's sidekick? Facts. That's true. You know? That's true. That makes sense. So, um, you know? So. So, two more two more things for you guys. Um, one of them is NBA-related. The other one, we're going to have to go back to the NFL. I completely forgot about the, the, the articles. You know, I love sharing Eric articles with you guys. So I just want to hear y'all feedback, and then we can go to Underrated Bars of Fame if you guys, unless you guys have something else. Um, yep. All right, so here's one article. This is from Yahoo Sports, Dan Feldman. Um, I've read a couple of his articles on this podcast before, but I just wanted to break this news for y'all. It came out today at 9.02 p.m. So this is fresh, fresh off the presses. All right? The NBA... Tightened its coronavirus protocols in significant ways, limiting players' interactions with people outside their households and not involved in team activities. The league also implemented trivial rules like prohibiting hugs, handshakes, and daps. Literally, daps, as it says, D-A-P-S, daps. Wow. Fist and elbow bumps only. And the NBA is serious about that. According to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, After witnessing some opposing players disregarding new league rules against unnecessary contact on game nights, the NBA is moving team security into the midcourt area to dissuade violations that include hugging and handshakes, according to a league memo obtained by ESPN on Wednesday. This is so silly. Limiting interactions can only help prevent the spread of coronavirus. NBA players are already playing five-on-five basketball, breathing heavily near each other without wearing masks. How much will these new rules really reduce spread? For that matter, how much will the spirit of these new rules really be followed? Will security guards forcibly break up post-games conversations? Will players just hold their post-game greeting in back halls where ventilation might not be as good as the middle of the court? Though the security guards will presumably be, uh, excuse me, presumably be maxed, the NBA is putting even more people into the area. Stricter enforcement probably could be better achieved through reviewing video, issuing warnings, and eventually fining violators. What do you guys think? Bro, these people breathing on each other all game. Like, bro, I'm touching people. You draped all over game. me all I'm, game. I'm posted up. We hugging in the whole game. We hugging. Like, stop. Like, y'all just trying to make some money at this point. It like, seem like you're doing. We're something. all touching the same ball. We're all touching our face and touching the ball again. Our sweat. Like, all bro, that. like, that, what are you talking about? Come on, like that. Stop. That that's fucking ridiculous at that point. Now you're just trying to make some money. I feel you. That's nice. Now that's what it sounds like. It's like you're trying to make some money. Because that's how ridiculous that rule even sounds. Because y'all, yeah, you're trying to make some bread. Stop it. Y'all, y'all NFL is showing. I agree. Big Your fact. NFL is showing NBA. Them boys are trying, them boys are trying to make some guap. You know what I mean? And, 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 that, and that's, just, that's just how that's how it boils down. Um, don't use the pandemic to to get one over on the players, bro. Like, kind of goofy. Sh- what? Don't dap up. Don't shake it, bro. Stop it. All right. So, so listen up. 
an actual bubble bit. Last article, and, and I should have said I should have done this in the NFL portion, but I so forgot about it. Um, so I remember. I don't know if you uh, if you remember, but I don't know if you said this on air or off air. But I remember you saying that you felt like something was uh, comp- was like off with the Eagles as mm. far as like how they were playing. Certain play calls, certain things, certain situations, you were like, I don't understand. Well, it appears that you were on to something. Um, this was released a couple of days ago. This was on Bleacher Report, reported by Adam Wells. Um, and this is on the Philadelphia Eagles. And the headline reads, Carson Wentz rogue action during Eagles 2020 season detailed in new report. In addition to a bad season on the field, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz was reportedly making things difficult for the organization behind the scenes. Per Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer, Wentz's decision-making during games was described as going rogue when he would make bizarre kills that made no sense on plays called by head coach Doug Peterson. In addition to those questionable decisions, one unnamed veteran player told McLean that Wentz's inability to accept responsibility for costing the team games is a problem because he can't get it corrected. McLean noted that some members of the Eagle organization feels that the team gave Wentz too much power, particularly in the wake of their Super Bowl win after the 2017 season. They allowed him too much influence in the draft, free agency, and coaching decisions, McLean wrote. And while he played a large role in getting us to the title game and to the preseason the next two years, he only has six playoff snaps in five years to his name. One unnamed source told McLean that Wentz seems to have the perspective that's kind of like whoever's coaching him will be working for him. As the wheels were falling off for Philadelphia and Wentz in 2020, Wentz remained the starting quarterback. The 28-year-old was sacked an NFL high 50 times and tied the lead lead for 15 interceptions despite not playing the last four games. His 57.4 completion percentage ranked 34th out of 35 qualified quarterbacks. It took until the third quarter of the Eagles' Week 13 loss to the Green Bay Packers for Wentz to get for Wentz to get benched in favor of Jalen Hurts. McLean, though, noted one offensive lineman went to the coaching staff around the time of the team's bye in Week 9 to request that the rookie play. Hurts started each of the Eagles' last four games, though he was replaced by Nate Sudfield in the fourth quarter in Week 17 against the Washington football team. After wrapping up a 4-11-1 season, the Eagles fired, fired head coach Doug Peterson. Per NFL Network's Mike Garofalo, Philadelphia is telling coaching candidates that it does believe in Wentz and they want him back next season. However, Chris Mortensen reported a little later that Wentz planned to ask for a trade this offseason because his relationship with Peterson was fractured beyond repair. So, oh, shit. Wentz is at a place, at an interesting place, because remember, last year, he threw for 4,039 yards, 27 touchdowns, and completed 63% of his passes. Mm-hmm. This year, so the question that the question here is, do you think it's time to move off of Wentz? Do you think his, you got to give Wentz one more chance because maybe it was a Peterson thing? Or do you think it, it's an it's a organization thing? Oof. Uh... That's that for when I first read that article, I was like, all right, a lot of things from that team make sense. But I mean, what do you do with a quarterback like that? What happens if you get a new coach and he don't vibe with a new coach? Is he going to do all these kills and go rogue again? Right. I don't know. 
do you think it hurts him in sen- in the senses of like going to a new team? Possibly. Yeah, I could definitely see that being an issue. I don't know why they ain't pulled it. I don't know why Peterson ain't pulled the trigger on him earlier. Right. The first minute he would have killed my shit and done something crazy, I would have been like, all right, bro, hey. Hey, cuz, hey. I might get fired at the end of the season, but you're not finna sit here and just kill these plays and then throw a pick. Like, I'm not finna do that. And I would snitch too. They're like, what happened in this game? I'm like, well, shit, my quarterback killed the play that I called and then threw a pick right afterwards. Anything else you need to know? Thank you. I clear it. That's done crazy though. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that article with y'all. Just something to keep in, keep an eye on. See uh, what happens with Philadelphia. Um, last question: Wentz or Hurts? If you're the, if you're the Eagles owner right now or the GM, and you gotta take a, you gotta have a conversation with coaching with a coaching staff or a new coach or whatever, are you going with Wentz? Or are you going with Hurts? What y'all doing? I'm going with Jalen Hurts, boy. Yeah, I'm going with Hurts. Yeah. Why? Because I feel like he's the more he's the better talent. Okay. I just you know, don't have. I just don't have any faith left in Carson Wentz. Ooh. Okay. That's deep. How much? Okay, that Wentz was able to play with the same talent. It's like, all right, bro. I get Oof. the talent was trash, but Jalen Hurts came in there and was balling out. You snap. Both of y'all just snap. Especially when you say, I don't know if I can have much faith in Hurts anymore. You know, I mean, in Wentz anymore. You know why I would let Wentz go? Because he the black Cam, he the white Cam Newton. <laughs> wow. No, that that I, I mean, that's pretty accurate, but no. The reason why I would let him go is I don't think Wentz will ever be fully confident in a Philadelphia Eagle uniform. He didn't take off that goddamn sleeve, bro. The reason why I agree. The reason why the reason why I think that is is because yeah, he needs to change the scenery. He had a great season. Was that his rookie year that they went to the uh Super Bowl or was that the year after? It might have been the year after. Either way, you got your team to a great position to make it to the Super Bowl. You get hurt. Your backup gets you to the Super Bowl. And now every time you go to the stadium, you see a statue with your old head coach who you didn't get along with and your backup quarterback who's gone, but is forever immortalized in your place. But you still over here trying to act and trying to show that you supposed to have been the starter. You can't even get it. Yeah, but just clear it, bro. That's the part that I think about the most. We were watching a Philadelphia... I was watching a Philadelphia Eagle game on NBC. And freaking... Uh, they were talking about Carson Wentz. Went to commercial break. Came back from commercial break and showed the statue. And Mitch. talked about the Super Bowl and Nick Foles. I was like, Mitch. yeah. Yeah, it's time to, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> All right, bro. They don't fuck with you. Yeah, it's time to go. It's time to go. It is Philly, bro. Yeah, I don't know. They disrespectful as hell. What you trash? You trash. All right, Moses is God there. Listen, hey, fuck whoever got us to the dance. <laughs> it's the guy who won it, bro. If your name ain't Nick Foles, Rocky Balboa, Philly or or Allen Al- or Allen Iverson, you ain't getting no love. With you. They fuck with a fictional character before they fuck with you. They put up a statue. 
of a fictional character. You saw how quickly they was ready to boot and beat out of them. It was like, hey, oh, bitch, wait, you ready. Could, you could ready. click it. Ready. <laughs> like, niggas was like, ready. All right, really now, fuck, but you could do. Fuck me. All right, fuck <laughs> around. Fuck around and be cool in Philly and, and, and have a bad year later on. They gonna let your ass know. Hey, bro, like, you could go, bro. You could go straight up. Again, your name we'll ain't trash. If your name ain't we'll Rocky Balboa, Allen Iverson, <laughs> or Nick Foles. Those niggas accept being trash. Like, hey, we'll be garbage, bro, but you can slide. Don't come over here thinking you them. You're not them. You're not Will Smith. Oh, facts. Will Smith, too. That's a good you're one. Not, you, you're not the Fresh Prince. You're not Rocky. You're not AI. Damn, bro. That's madness. I blame Buddha for that one, actually. Wait, what the fuck? The fuck? Yeah, it's your fault, man. And you ain't nobody on the Phillies. You ain't Chase Utley. You ain't. You ain't. Uh, what's his name? What's the name of Frat Howard? Uh, what yeah, was his first Josh name? Howard. It's not Josh, Josh, is it? Yeah, Josh Howard. Is it? I think so. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. I. Oh, damn. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm trying. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 that guy. But yeah, bro. You ain't none of, you ain't none of them niggas. That's done crazy, bro. I, I, so again, you're not I blame, even Deshaun Jackson. I blame Buddha. They don't never turn on Deshaun Jackson over there. It just is what it just it just is what it is. He gonna feel a type of way about it, but you know, sorry, bro. It's your fault, Buddha. Just just that responsibility. He need to go to he need to go to Las yeah, Vegas. Hell yeah. What's, Carson Wentz will no, ball out and no. hell yeah. That's exactly where he no. need to go. Hell no, yeah. Don't put it in the atmosphere. G shit, don't put it in the atmosphere. Hell yeah. Carson Wentz to the Raiders. Uh, with the Raiders. Imagine him with the all black with it. <laughs> he would wear all black and then wear like a gray sleeve. Gray sleeve and all that trying to be different. You know, he got to be different with the sleeve. I learned something about y'all today. What you learned? What you learned? Y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't loyal, bro. Man, man, not going to the Raiders, bro. Oh, damn, bro. Y'all boys love car. Y'all love Derek Carr too much over there. Bro, Check why out. you always say we ain't loyal, bro? We root for the Raiders with you. We saying that nigga need to change the scenery, bro. He just That's not all good. That's He just not good where he Bro, at. watch him go to Las Vegas and throw for like 5,000 yards, watch 42 like, touchdowns, and seven picks. Carson Wentz is doing a lot better than I thought he would. Exactly. He does it right. He'll sit there and be like, you know, I'm 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 really impressed. I'm really impressed. Yeah, we're good. We're good. It seems like John Gruden is doing a great job with him, and he's That's learning the system. Oh. He already know. He'd be ready. He'd be ready to go. Breaking it down. Happy as hell. Happy ass fan. Happy as fuck. Wins out there. By the end of the year, he got wins as MVP candidate. Bitch. Happy, happy head ass fan. He's like, I'm not gonna. He's like, I'm not gonna say it, but I you is and, it too? You and Carson Wentz have like a. Love hate relationship. The rabbit future kind of relationship. Like you be rabbit yeah. though. You pull up on Carson. You ain't the future rich bitch. You just David fucking poor. <laughs> you feel me? Oh man, medium butt. That's lit. Yeah, Carson wins medium butt. Medium butt. That's hey, that's the name of the episode, bro. Medium butt. <laughs> Dot 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 is Buddha's fault. Love it. Why All right. 
It always is Buddha's fault. When is it not Buddha's fault? Tell me something that's happened that wasn't Buddha's fault on a podcast. I rest my case. So, <laughs> it was for y'all to answer. Y'all ain't answer. Buddha can't even answer that. The so time, the length of the podcast. Boom. Got one. That was, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Well, with that being said, it's time for Underrated Bars of Fame. Um, shout out to Kodak Black uh, getting... Uh, Getting uh, what he get? He got pardoned, didn't he? Bit pardoned, bit out of the Lil Wayne too. But we've done a lot of Lil Wayne underrated bars as fans, so I figure we do Kodak Black. Sit down for a little bit. <laughs> he need to grow his hair back. He need to go get some like nutrients in his body, and he just need to take a shower. <laughs> like, just, he just he about to be in a black six. He just need a base. My stunt double him in the butt. <laughs> and that bit as himself, bro. <laughs> and that bit like, Look, just like himself. But yeah, he need to go to like some herbal therapy and some shit. <sighs> bro, let me go. Let me do this bars, bro. You <laughs> should, bro. <laughs> Let me do these bars. Um, first day out by Kodak Black. Yo. Oh my goodness! <clears throat> first day out, gave my mama hundred racks and bought an iced out AP watch and bought a Cuban links just to match. That was voodoo. That was magic. Negroes be capping. I just be laughing. That was God. Negro was fasting and hiding K two in my mattress. Smoking Tunchi in my cell. That was my 12th time going to jail. That was my second time going to hell. And back for real, but I prevail. Canary yellow diamonds in my bracelets. Same color as my lady. About to hit her with no Jimmy Mac and go half on her baby. About to hit her with no Jimmy and have her walk in like a penguin. Still finessing, still be popping. Fraud fangling and wangling. And a brand new two-door rate. <laughs> <laughs> and a brand new two-door rape. I could have bought it, but I just rent it. God, he's so South Florida talk. I could have bought it, but I just rent it. I ain't going to need it for too long. Got a brand new big old chain. Got so much sauce, don't need a pendant. Paying pictures when I be spending. I'm popping flow rhythm on all these women. It's my birthday, just turned 20. And I just went to go see the dentist. Put some stones all in my gold. No, y'all Negroes thought I was gone. No, y'all Negroes thought I wasn't coming home. But guess what? Biatch, I'm home. On probation, but I still keep that chrome. Crack a Negro dome. On probation, but I still keep that chrome. I'll crack a Negro dome. Traded my AR for a sniper. Traded my Draco for a tech. Traded my Roly for an AP, but I could have got a Patek or a Paddock. And I could have got a Corvette, and I could have got me a jet. And I could have got me some sex, but I only got me some neck. Trading my ex biatch for a check. I'm taking codeine with the X. I want to buy my brother the world, but since I can't, I'm going to get him a Lex. AA, I'm an Israelite. My diamonds is real ice. 
I had to sacrifice to be here. That's how I'm with you tonight. I had to run down with my big Glock 9 to feed my appetite. I had to go through hard times and dark times for me to see the light. I remember pouring honey on my rice. I remember having no money. I was living in shacks. You got me fucked up. If I'm going to go out without a fight, this is my first day out. I'm going to live it up tonight. Live it up tonight. This is my first day out. I'm going to live it up tonight. First day out. Kodak Black. Underrated bars of fame. You know the vibe. Ah. <laughs> uh, what? What I had to be animated for yet one time. You feel me? You don't like me being animated for underrated bars of fame? Yeah, that's crazy. Whatever, bro. I ain't really fuck with you like that anyway. Just tell them where we can uh where they can reach us at email, bro. Uh, Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. Um, Instagram. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Facebook. Ballsports podcast. Give them your social security number. <laughs> um, I mean, are we we done, Dylan? It's time to get off the air. That's what I'm talking about. Well, there it is. So, shoot, we appreciate y'all, you know, listening to us again. How many times is this? 174. And we're done. There it is. We're done. 174 times. Could be listening to uh, any other por- any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us and we appreciate it. Uh, just keep giving us these listening. We're going to keep giving you this content to vibe to. Like Weezy, we out of here. Little scallywags.